Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. See, I, I come from the school of Tupac. I'm around. You don't want to what? Man, me. Me. I'm not your average Negro. Hold up. Tess, I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep a real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough here. I'm here for it. those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. So we are live on Twitter. You can follow me at Tesla Figaro. Also live on YouTube. I wanted to, and guys, uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I typically go live on Instagram quite a bit. But now we're trying to be a little bit more uh, strategic with our outreach. And we are going to start growing uh, our YouTube page uh, prior to this page that you guys are following me on now. This is a brand new page. Uh, It will only be Straight Shot No Chaser content. uh, And we're going to make sure that it is full of my shows and clips and all of the things uh, that you guys follow me for uh, interviews and just really make this page Uh, a place where you can follow my work. There's a couple of uh, YouTube pages that I have out there. So make sure you're on the one that is Straight Shot No Chaser uh, podcast because the other YouTube page, that is where I usually put my TV clips and I don't own that content. So I have to have a page that is separate. And apart from that, that is original content. And so that's where you'll find this type of commentary. You always can also find it on Straight Shot No Chaser podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I have one available every Thursday uh, where we actually drop uh, new information, either my commentary or an interview or both. So I'm going to get straight to it. Yesterday, I was hesitant to post uh, my comment on Cory Booker's speech because I did not want uh, things taken out of context, which, you know, social media loves to do that. They love It's a cesspool of misery. So folks love to take stuff out of context, uh, switch up words, make up things as they go. And I wanted to make sure that I uh, was very clear in what I wanted to say. And I wanted to think about my words and my word choice. One of the things that social media that people tend to do is they're quick to speak and slow to respond. So, for example, I'm looking at Twitter, my Twitter space right now, and folks are already wanting to uh, raising their hand to speak. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I I own Tesla Figaro Communications Group, and I'm going to give you guys some game. So communication game is before you even speak, how do you know what my comment is? How do you know if this is the right space for you? How do you know what you're even going to talk about? I understand the urgency to want to be heard and the urgency to type a comment and the urgency to speak. 
But sometimes we need to be slow to speak and quicker to research or at least think about our thoughts, at least kind of sit on it. And and yesterday I wanted to uh, really sleep on my comments because what you guys don't know, I was recording a podcast uh, with someone that's going to come out uh, later, maybe about a month or so from now. I don't know when they're going to put it out. But I was referring to Cory Booker and the speech he gave earlier this week, the one that wasn't trending. At the exact moment that I was talking about Cory Booker on the podcast I recorded yesterday, he was doing his speech on the floor. And I was talking about in the podcast about Harriet Tubman and Cory Booker's speech. But I didn't know that at the same time, he will be talking about his hero being Harriet Tubman, which I didn't know. And he will be giving a speech on joy. So it was really, to me, divine order that I happened to be speaking on that at the same time that he was uh, talking about that on the floor. But I wanted to make sure that podcast did not go out so that people would misconstrue my words. So I said, let me go live today and really explain the concerns that I have with Cory Booker's speech. Now, for those of you that are that are joining me, let me first say this is not about I am not going to get into if KBG, I'm, I'm going to call her KBG, takes a lot uh, to, to say her name. So I, this is not about KBG and is she the best and who is she married to and is she for black people? We can deal with that at another time. I'm not dealing with that today. And for those of you that follow me, you understand that I know how to keep the main thing, the main thing, no matter what you're saying in the comments, no matter what you what it is you want to say, you can start your own Twitter audio Go live yourself on YouTube and you talk about what you want to talk about. I'm going to talk about the larger issue, the broad issue on Cory Booker's speech and the demographic he was talking to and the the approach in his speech. So this is not about dissing Cory. It's not about uh, talking about KBG. And it's also not about that what he did was wrong or right. It's subjective and you have the right to say, hey, I'm not feeling KBG. I don't think she's for black people. Hey, I'm not feeling Cory Booker. Uh, I think it was performative. Or you can say, hey, I love what he said. I think it was positive and uh, I, I appreciate the fact that he said it and whatever. You can have your own opinion. For those of you that follow me, I always say use it, lose it, can't make it, choose it. So I'm not about trying to convince you, nor am I going to convince you. But I do want to talk about the problem that I see with that speech, particularly to a, a certain demographic that would that would be triggered by the emotion of that speech. So let's get into it. I am tired of emotions always being used to trigger black folks. Now, I know some of y'all were saying, well, he's talking to everybody. Is everybody? No, no, no. He was very clear and talking about you and I, we understand. Tim Scott understands and we're the only black folk here and we understand what it means to sit here. And while all that may be true. Remember, two things can be true at the same time. While all that may be true, I have always had concern when emotion is used to trigger folks to sell your message. For those of you that don't know, check out last week, uh, the Ghetto Boys uploaded our full interview and I talk about pastors, pimps and politicians and the emotion that's triggered. It doesn't mean there's not good pastors. Doesn't mean there's not good politicians. Hell, even a pimp contacted me and said, hey, you know, it's good pimps. So at the end of the day, there's good and bad of everything. Two things can be true at the same time. But my point is when people are using emotion 
to trigger folks, particularly black folks, that is when I have to speak up. I'm glad that Cory Booker felt the need to stand up for KBJ. But what I want to know, y'all tell me in the comments, y'all tweet on Twitter, y'all tell me, when somebody come fight for me in my generation, we call it a squab. When you came and squabbed for me, I kind of want you to show up ready to fight. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe maybe it's the veteran in me. Maybe it's the M60 gunner in me. Maybe it's the military train. I don't know, but I, I kind of need you to show up and fight. And I damn sure need you to show up when you've already lost the battle. You've already won the battle, not the war, the battle. What do you mean by that, Tesla? Well, what I mean by that is KBJ is going to be confirmed, period. They have the votes. This is not the time that, like when Cory Booker and Tim Scott, that he say, understand what it means to be a black man. I'm sorry, uh, Senator Booker, respectfully or disrespectfully, however you want to take it. But I'm confused because it was Tim Scott that held up police reform. So maybe Tim Scott don't know what it means to be a black man. So I don't even understand why he referenced that. See, that's the type of problem that I have when we're talking about engaging black folks in particularly based upon emotion. So when I'm when I'm hearing him say, I'm just going to have joy. I'm not going to let nobody take my joy. They've already won the battle. She's already confirmed. That's it. Even when you Democrats and for those who are listening, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I can't stand them both. I'm an independent. I don't subscribe to the progressive movement, to the conservative movement, to no damn movement. My name is Tesla Figaro. That is what it is. But it's amazing how even when y'all win the battle, you still show up like a loser. Yes, let me say it again. You won the battle, Cory Booker. What in the hell did you show up like a pathetic-ass, crying-ass loser? Oh, Tesla, he didn't do that. He, he talked about hoping how we need hope. No, how about instead of selling hope, how about you sell some hustle? That was the perfect opportunity, if it was true. If it is true, that would have been the perfect opportunity to say that if she gets on the Supreme Court, I'm expecting this to be passed and that to be passed and this to be passed. So if you didn't take the time doing that, then I have to ask, why didn't you, Senator Booker? Is it because you're not expecting her to pass anything? Is it because you're not expecting her to be the liberal judge that we know that she is? Is it because why would you why do you feel the need to sell hope over hustle? Why did you not feel the need to do some chin checking on Ted Cruz and all of them that were dragging her all over the Senate floor? Why didn't you take some time to chin check them? There were several things you could have brought up, like, for example, Republicans spending time on the sexual predator issue. And again, the child pornography issue. And I'm not going to get into that. Well, because I know y'all love doing whataboutisms. Understand I'm an expert at this. I know how to debate. I understand whataboutisms. If you don't believe me, go look at all my work on Fox News. I'm the best at stand, at stand keeping the main thing the main thing. So we're not going to, we can talk about that at another time on what you feel about the child pornography. I'm looking at the greater, we're going to talk about the greater, the broad picture today. So if they kept talking about the five cases over and over and over and over and over. Why didn't Cory Booker get up there and remind them 
that they confirmed Kavanaugh, who was literally accused of sexual assault. Don't you think that's a great time to say, hey, while y'all want to talk about child pornography, let's talk about the fact that all of y'all confirmed Kavanaugh, who literally was a sexual predator. Nobody wanted to talk about that. You didn't think that was more important, Cory Booker, to talk about that rather than be up there talking about hope? Can't you see that the people that are not connected to this process, which are more who are disconnected to the process than those who are connected, don't you see that that hope to them is just like dope? That they understand that it's been a part of the hustle? Again, go back and listen to when I break down the analogy of pimps, politicians, and pastors. Why did you feel emotion was the strongest argument about you and your damn joy? Let me give you some breaking news. Senator Booker, Republicans don't give a damn about your joy. This is not about me capping for KBJ or capping for Cory Booker or capping for the Democrat Party. This message is about, because I am an independent, this message is about you understanding the communication failure that politicians continue to have and why they have it. And somebody got to start asking, are y'all two wings of the same bird? Because surely you have to know that the hope argument, that the joy, I got joy, it is, it's not enough to engage folks and they feel you're hustling them. So when you continue to keep doing it over and over, folks got to ask, are you hustling it? That's just a simple question. Why didn't Cory Booker come in swinging, knocking folks out? Didn't Malcolm X say you did enough singing, it's time to start swinging? When are y'all going to fight? You already won the battle. You already have the votes to confirm her. So why is it you didn't come in and lay down the law and tell them, hey, she's going to be confirmed, like it or not. And this is what we're expecting of her as a liberal judge once she's confirmed. Why didn't you do that, Cory Booker? What, what make you think that that crying shit moves anybody? I get it. I know it's a story. I get it. I know it feels good. I get it. But people are hurting. They don't give a damn about one person's political position, one promotion, one politician, one political party. Why was that time not spent on the people? The tweet said, oh, when she gets appointed, America's going to be better for it. Why don't you educate people on why America will be better for it? Why didn't you talk about this is the first time a public defender has ever been appointed to the Supreme Court? So for those that are not feeling KBJ, for those that say, you know what, I don't think she's she's for black people. Why didn't, if you believe that she's the best, why you didn't tell people that she's the best? So now when people are on Twitter and in their spaces saying, I don't think KBJ is for us, you haven't given them anything to show that she is for black people. I'm not saying that she is or is not. That is not what this conversation is about. I am telling you the failure that Democrats continue to have over and over and over when it comes to this emotional bullshit. 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 I'm tired of seeing black men running up here crying. I get it. I know we cry. I get it. I know we emotion. But you don't see except what was his name? Uh, Senator, uh, was it Boner? I forgot his name. He was the only white man that did all that damn crying. We're the only ones that can't keep our composure through a five, 10 minute speech. I, I guess it's the military and me. Apologize. My apologies. I guess it's the Air Force and me. But when I went to security police training, which is not LE, that's law enforcement, security police training 
uh, we are the ones that guard the planes with an M60 with an M60. They made sure that whatever little bit of punk I had left in me from basic training, whatever little bit of punk I had left in me that maybe the streets didn't get out or maybe my mama didn't get out. They made sure that whatever little bit of punk that I had left in me, they made sure they pushed it out of me because they said that we can't have nobody up here breaking. When you are face to face in war for real, when somebody's you remember in Iraq, remember when our soldiers got blown up because people were approaching the plane and somebody had a bomb on strapped a bomb on and blew up the person approaching the plane. That was my job in the Air Force. So, see, we wasn't trained to be breaking down. In fact, they were harder on the women. I know y'all say, oh, they shouldn't be harder on the women. The women shouldn't be harder. Let me give you real life when you're talking about battle and the war. I know a lot of y'all say battle and war and all that. I was, I was a real soldier for real. And I'm telling you that when you are fighting for real, in real time, in real life, it ain't time for all that teary-eyed shit. Period. I know y'all, oh, but I cry when I get upset. That just means I'm upset. Well, that's fine. Stay upset and stay at home. Let's send the folks that are ready for battle that can keep their composure together to get through a speech because you didn't see Ted Cruz or Lindsey Graham, any of them shaking their damn lips because they were full of tears. Oh, Tesla, don't say that's toxic masculinity. It's good for black men to cry. It's good, but yeah, that's true. They do cry. I know plenty of G's that cried. That wasn't the time. You should have been in there checking them, chin checking them over crying. I'm sorry. I just I just feel that that could have been so much more powerful if you actually ran down her record on why you felt she was the best of the best. You could have touched on how it was historic. Absolutely. You could have touched on what it meant, but you spent all of your time talking about the woman running up to you and hugging it. Oh, my God. I'm just so glad you're here. I'm sorry. I would not allow my people to be confused about that. I want to know what the policy is. I want to know how her being a public defender will make a difference. I want to know how her sitting on the sentencing commission will make a difference. Only Democrats show up to a fight that they already won walking in like a loser. You already won the fight. So why the hell was you walking in? Talking about your joy. Don't nobody give a damn about your joy. Go to church and sing joy will come in the morning and sing all the hymns you want to. This wasn't the time for that. Oh, it was so needed. Everybody needed it. They needed it. No, they don't. People need their gas down. People need Build Back Better, human infrastructure. People need the George Lloyd Justin Policing Act. People need reparations. People need canceling student debt. People need a stimulus in their pocket. That's what people need. Ain't nobody looking for no damn joy about one person getting one job. Yeah, I'm excited about that, but I'm talking about the people. The people. And y'all can get mad all you want to. I push for the people. More than I will ever push for one politician getting a promotion, one party winning the White House. I will always push for the people. And it's time to have some people that know how to stay 10 toes down. Why didn't you run the receipts of their hypocrisy? Why didn't you tell them, hey, Senator Cruz, next time I'm going to need you to watch your tone. I need a fighter that's going to fight with me. This is why this is why I say this is straight shot. No chaser. Meaning we, we take direct aim over here. I'm not looking for allies. When I was, I had a staffing firm called the Allied Group. I'm not looking for accomplices. I like straight up shooters. You know why? Because in the hood, if me and you going to, if we going to dump on somebody, I need to know that your fingerprints are on the same. We both hitting at the same time. Because when we get caught up, you ain't got to worry about telling on me because both our fingerprints are there. 
See, allies tell on you. They get to pick and choose when they want to ride with you. Accomplices, they the ones that was in the seat next to you. And then when the feds go, go, go grab them up, that's when they say, well, you know, it really wasn't me. It really was Ted. They the ones that cut their time off for you. That's why I be looking for soldiers. Allies and accomplices are important, but I like soldiers. And that ain't just saying it as no damn gimmick. I was trained as one for real. So that's why my mindset, I see this so clearly. And where a lot of y'all don't see this so clearly from the military standpoint, from the gangbanging standpoint, the street standpoint, it is crystal clear to me. And some of y'all just have been talked to so long by the pimping that these politicians have been putting on you that you can't even see the difference. You don't even know like what somebody's supposed to do when they show up to the fight. Who want to bring, if I'm going to bring my big brother with me at three o'clock because they told me to show up at the bus stop at three o'clock. Man, I don't need you weaker than me. KBJ wasn't doing no damn crying until he showed up. She was doing fine keeping her composure. She was doing fine standing up there taking it. And then you come up and expose everybody's damn weakness. Yeah, crying is weak. Do it at home. It's time for y'all to start matching that damn energy. Oh, but we need more positivity. Bullshit. 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 You trying to bamboozle people in the knot and forgetting about the promises that you made, Cory Booker. I wish I would forget the speech that you gave. Appeasing Republicans on defunding the police. I wish I would. I don't care what joy you talked about. I don't have no joy until you and Tim Scott figure out how to pass police reform. So don't come tell me about Tim Scott, about Tim Scott being no black man. Damn, like my grandma say, damn Tim Scott and the horse he rolled in on. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And then let me address this Harriet Tubman thing and I'm going to get out of here. Shout out to you. Follow me on Twitter. Make sure you watch the entire episode on the Straight Shot No Chaser YouTube channel or you can hear this podcast replay today on Straight Shot No Chaser wherever you get your podcasts. Let me give y'all something for the spiritual since y'all so into the spiritual. Y'all know I go from bootleg pastor to getting it in and this is why and again there are good pastors that hold the line for those of y'all that say it's some good pastors what are y'all talking about shout out to bishop tabra swan that pushes the line all the time 
the good pastors to me are the ones that hold the line that don't say, well, you know, I can't I can't say nothing because I'm a 501c3. Well, you know, I can't say nothing. Well, you ain't got no problem benefiting off that faith-based initiative. You ain't got no problem not paying no taxes. Oh, yeah, you playing politics. You just choose when you want to play it. Don't, don't, don't play that game with me. Like somebody on my Instagram the other day said, uh, my pastor don't even ask for no offering. So he ain't like that. Hey, guess what, homie? If he ain't asking for no offering, what you think is keeping the lights on? The Holy Ghost? You think the Holy Ghost is paying the light bill? Come on, y'all, stop being dumb. If he ain't asking you for an offering, he asking somebody for a grant. That means the government. That means he's a politician. Somebody paying something just because it ain't you don't mean it ain't getting paid. Somebody paying for something. So my question is, whatever you invest into should be giving something back to you on earth, not in heaven. So I'm going to give you the spiritual side of the Harriet Tubman thing. And the reason why I say the spiritual side, the biblical side, regardless of what you practice. At that very moment that Cory Booker was talking about Harriet Tubman, I was too on a podcast that we recorded that's not even expected to be out at least for a month. And he was talking about how Harriet Tubman was his hero because she went back. Let me tell y'all something right now and how I get out. And those of you who follow me, you've heard me say this before. I ain't Harriet Tubman. Yes, she was necessary. Yes, I'm glad she went back. Yes, you know, they called Harriet Tubman Moses. Yes, that was necessary. But guess what, folks, in the comments on YouTube? This is 2022. If you don't know your ass want to be free by now, you ain't going to never know. You should have made your mind up by now in 2022 if you want to be free. I wish I would escape freedom and run back and come get your ass. It ain't going to happen. I'm the rapture. Have y'all heard of the rapture? The rapture is what the Christians talk about when they say the horn will be blown and you got one time and those who are living for the king, they're going to be rised up. Rolls up. It ain't going to be two and three and four horns. It ain't going to be, let me do the horn. Maybe they didn't hear it. Let me, let me do the clarinet. Oh, well, maybe they didn't hear it. Well, maybe, let me do the drums. Maybe, maybe they didn't hear it. No, no, no. One time. And then we leave. Just call me MC Rapture. I ask you one time. I always say, use it, lose it. Can't make it, choose it. I get more people that unfollow me, that follow me every month. And that's just the way I like it. Because I don't want everybody on this train. I'm not Harriet Tubman. Some people are more motivated when they know they only got one time to catch the bus. Sometimes when you know you're going to get over and over and over and chance after chance after chance, you keep on acting up. Think about kids that run over their parents. When they know they can run over their parents, they keep doing it over and over and over and over and over. But to the parents that know not to play that game with their mama or their grandma, they got one time to act a damn fool in the store with me because I'm going to beat you like you stole something right up in the store and they'll never try it again. They had one time to play me, one time to try me. So there's different demographics. Yes, some of y'all need to be Harriet Tubman and go get them. Go get them. Y'all go get them. But me, that ain't how we getting down over here. We got one time. Because I don't want nobody that at this stage in the game in 2022, you don't know if you want to be free or not. And let me give you the biblical reference to that with the real Moses. Moses didn't make it to the promised land because he was disobedient to God's calling. He was in the wilderness for 40 years because he was begging folks to get it. After he freed them already, he kept begging them. The Lord said, do not touch the rock. Do not bring forth water. Moses, I'm tired of telling you 
I'm tired of talking to you about these people that are already free. He had to stay in the wilderness 40 years. He never made it to the promised land. Joshua, the new generation, said, I'm going on over to the promised land. Moses had to sit. He did all of that to free them and still had to sit and watch everybody go over. I wish I would put in all this work. And you think I'm going to sit here because of your ass? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going over. I'm not MLK. Remember MLK said I may not get there with you, but it don't matter with me now because he's seen the mountaintop. I'm not MLK. I'm TL. I'm going. And you getting left. We going on over. And you going to get left. I ain't got time to be talking about you that, that, that don't, it don't work like that in the hood because you're going to get somebody killed with your scary ass or somebody going to go to jail. It don't work like that nowhere at all except when it come to this voting shit. For some reason, y'all think y'all got to keep begging and begging and begging and begging. And your only way of thinking you get people in line is begging and your strongest people, let me say it again, the strongest people that you need to push in politics, politics until something happens, are those that do not respond to begging. The email that went out last week, go back and listen to my podcast called Democrats Dirty Macking. The subject lines literally in the email said, I'm begging you, Tesla. Who the hell want to be with somebody that's begging? I get it. Ain't too proud to beg every now and then, brothers. You may have to get on your knees and beg and do the Lenny the Williams. I, 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 I get it. But right out the gate, though, you begging right out the gate. Who want to be with somebody begging right out the gate? That's pathetic. Come to me and tell me you the best of the best. Don't come telling me how my man ain't about nothing, which is what that Dem the Democrat email did. From top to bottom, it talked about Republicans. Not one time did they say what they're going to do. Not one time did they say what they already did. So anybody reading it to me, oh, Democrats, you ain't done nothing? Damn, surely y'all done something by default. You can't even mention that. All you talk about is Republicans. Y'all using that same shit that y'all see. You barely made it with that last time using the same messaging strategy. And you think that's going to work. I'm going to say again, the people that you need the most the riders, the those that don't have nothing to lose, they don't respond to begging. So I have to wonder, is it, do you not want them in the game? That's what I wonder. It gotta be. Make it make sense. The math ain't math. Sitting up here talking about, I love America and America don't love me back the hell with that. Let me give you the remix version to you white supremacists that think all black people love you even, even though you didn't love me back. I love you too. Go to hell. I say I love America so much because it was built by my ancestors that I wish I would leave. I wish I would stop fighting. I wish I would love somebody that told me 400 years ago that they ain't that into me. Now, have y'all seen that movie? He's just not that into you. Who begging somebody? If the man told you I don't want you, he said he don't want you. So that's cool. We're going to all sit here and we're going to be respected. You don't have to ever love me. I ain't looking for love. That country song, looking for love in all the wrong places. I put it up on my Twitter. But go look at the full lyrics. It started out saying looking for love in all the wrong places. Then the second verse when he come in, he say, no more looking for love in all the wrong places. Stop looking for love. In politics, this is a business. It is a relationship. It is an open relationship. It should be an open relationship, which means that if you don't treat me right, I'm going to go get somebody else and I ain't going to cheat on you and lie and sneak. I'm going to tell you straight up, you ain't hitting it like you used to, brother. You ain't giving me what I need. So I'm going to go ahead and go over here to such and such and we're going to be a full polygamy and either you like it or you don't. Use it, lose it, can't make it, choose it. It's time to start g up around here.
love America and America don't love me back. Who? This ain't about no damn love. This is about respect. Isn't that what Aretha Franklin said? Respect, just a little bit of respect. We should be pushing for respect. In the streets, it's about fear and respect. They say, would you rather be feared or respected? I say fear. Because when you fear me, when you fear losing me, when you fear losing this demographic, you got to respect us because they go hand in hand. Fear is the greatest motivator. That's why I had everybody voting so afraid of Trump. But also people that love Trump, the 70-something million that voted for Trump, they got a fear of what liberals are going to do to this country. So guess what? They scared too. And our leaders are running around here crying and shit on TV when he should have been using his time, which is very limited, to tell people why he thinks she's the best if he really believes that. This is not me saying she's the best. This is not me capping for Corey, her, or anybody else. I'm telling you about the problem with the communications and why everybody was so quick to share that. Oh, it was so needed. Oh, my God. Thank you, Corey, for saving that. It was weak. 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 Where was that energy that you used when you told the Republicans, when you was proving the point to them that you was all about defunding the police? Why you didn't prove the point yesterday about how KBJ is going to be a good judge based on her sentencing guidelines since it was Joe Biden? They wrote the 94 crime bill, locking up people on mandatory minimums. Oh, I guess that would have been a hypocrisy then. I guess if you would have talked about that, I guess it would have been in line with your daddy, Joe Biden. Oh, maybe that's why. See, we got to start really looking at this from a bigger, <laughs> a bigger picture. I wanted to put that game out there so you could have it. Whatever you want to do with it, do with it. I'm not going into KBG ain't for us. She is for us. Okay, guess what? She's going to be confirmed. Period. She's already confirmed. Time to go to the next step of action. The next step of action is always pushing the line politics until something happens. That's the next step. Senator Booker having joy about a black person being in position. Great. Y'all did that with Senator Harris. Y'all did it with Obama. It's over with. No, nobody's responding to that shit anymore. Talk about the receipts. If, if she got receipts, Hundreds and hundreds of cases. If she got receipts on why you think she was the best, it was the perfect opportunity to do it. But y'all always trying to make white folks feel sorry for us and pity. Oh, oh, wow. I was so touched. Oh, Cory Booker things. Oh, so touchy. Hey, I don't need your pity. I'm demanding your respect. That's the difference. She knows she worthy, uh, Senator Booker. She knows she worthy. You are worthy. You are that. Hey, man, she know that. Talk about the policy. And if you can't talk about the policy, then one has to wonder, is that the right person? Because your damn show talked about the policy when it came down to you making Republicans feel good about defunding the police. You sat there and you talked about the policy. When you were running for office, Cory Booker, I remember quite well when you were on the stage talking about how you came from the hood and you know people who've been shot and you know people who went to jail and how you're going to be the best of the best because it's time to basically push the line and you're going to go in and people don't want to hear speeches over and over. I put it on my Instagram, y'all. Remember when I reminded Cory Booker about that maybe six, maybe five, six months ago, uh, whenever it was that he folded on police reform? I put the speech out there to show y'all what he said when he was running. 
Why you won't keep the same energy when you're running? And that go across the board for you weak-ass Republicans, too. Ted Cruz, why you didn't keep the same energy when you was running? When Trump was talking about you and calling your wife ugly and pimp-slapping your ass all around. Why you didn't keep the same energy? I just want people to keep the same energy. Just keep the same energy. Democrats and Republicans, keep the same energy. Nobody's dumb. We can see it for what it is. So again, I'm glad he said something positive. I'm glad y'all felt joy. I'm glad. Great, great. Sounds good. Round of applause for everybody who felt joy. Round of applause. Now, now what's next? Are you more educated on her 500 plus, however many hundreds of cases she says she has today than you were yesterday? That was what was trending yesterday. I'm not going to let nobody steal my joy. They don't want your joy. They, they go like gangsters. They ain't looking for no damn joy. Steal it for what? They don't move with joy. I'm using that in the hypothetical. You know, somebody steal your joy. If I steal something from you, usually when you steal something, you, you want it, right? You use it for something else. I'm, I'm being, I'm using an analogy. They weren't trying to steal your joy. They were trying to embarrass you. They were trying to embarrass her. They were trying to talk about those sex, those pornography cases. That should have been an opportunity for you to embarrass them on how they confirm somebody that literally sexually assaulted a woman. Why didn't you do that, Cory Booker? Why didn't you tell them, watch your damn tone when you're talking to my sister? That's the, I guess that's just me. That's just the type of men I respond to. I, I, if I'm going to bring you to the bus stop and you're going to be my man or my big brother, I, I need you I need you to come in uh, guns blazing. So may, maybe that's just me. I don't know. But I did want to give y'all something else to think about as y'all keep retweeting and resharing. That's fine, y'all. But there's a demographic out there that does not respond to that. And that is the demographic that you need if you really want change. So at some point, you're going to have to change your message strategy, your outreach strategy, because that demographic ain't changing. They're not changing. This is who they are. Oh, they should just change. They, they're just dumb. They just don't know what they're doing. They don't know. They just say whatever you want to say. But y'all going to keep getting slaughtered at the polls. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And for those of you to say, well, that's why I don't vote. And that's why I'm not a part of the process. That's why we don't need to vote. Let me tell you this. You can do whatever you want to do. 
I'm not trying to start a movement on telling you who to vote for, or who not to vote for. But let me tell you something. You are a part of the process, whether you like it or not. Every time you pay taxes, you're a part of the process. Every time you pay, and I'm not talking about just your annual taxes. Every time they take something out your check, you're a part of the process. If you got a house and you're paying home taxes, you're a part of the process. If you go to the store and you pay retail taxes on anything, you're a part of the process, whether you like it or not. So the bottom line is you either want to be a part of the process, have a say on what they do with your money or you don't. And if you feel the better route is, hey, I just I'm not going to let them continue to win and I don't have no problem. Uh, If you say fine, they'll just continue to lose and I'm done with it. That's fine. Do you, baby. Use a loser. Can't make it. Choose it. But don't tell me what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to advocate. I give y'all the game. I drop the game. Y'all take the information. Y'all do what y'all want to do. Tell them, but what should we be doing? Hey, you got to be a grown-ass man, grown-ass woman, figure out what's better, best for your household. If you think what's best for your household is not having a say in the process, at least on the local and state level, that's on you. I'm not going to sit up here and try to convince you, tell you what you should, should you not do. Remember I said I'm looking for soldiers. I'm looking for people who want to be candidates. I'm looking for people that want to be operatives. I'm looking for people that want to be organizers. I'm looking for don't chase them, replace them. I'm not trying to convince these people who have already been in office for 20, 30, 40 years. Their mind is made up. I'm looking for new people. That's what I'm doing. And giving people the actual tools, not just looking for people, but the actual tools. For those of you who don't know, I have a master in adult education. I train all the time www.tesmfigo.com. I build real curriculum to actually teach people, not just being a talking head on TV, but actually teaching people. I have a real big training coming up in September. Stay tuned. So that's my role. That's what I'm going to do to push the line. And now you need to ask yourself what you're going to do to push the line. If it's getting out of the process, just know that you're still in the process and you can get out of it. Fine. Don't even ask me about that. Don't even waste your time going back and forth with me about that. I know there's movements that do that. Hey, do that. Cool. Peace. I'm not capping for no Democrats. So you ain't going to hear me saying, oh, you still got to vote. He's the right one. He's this. I don't like none of them. None of them. I'm going to do what I was called to do. That's it. That's all. You do what you were called to do. If that means not vote, fine. If that means vote, fine. If that means you're a conservative, fine. If that means you're a Democrat, fine. If you're a progressive, fine. If you're whatever, fine. That's where y'all don't get me caught up in that water hole, that, that rabbit hole conversation. And you never will. Like somebody told me earlier, well, as a reporter, you should be asking those questions. I'm not a reporter. What the hell are you talking about? I'm Tesla Figaro. Anything y'all try to make me be as an activist, you should do this. As a reporter, you should do this. As an organizer, you should do this. As a black woman, you should do this. Let me give you breaking news. I'm not none of those things. I don't want your donation. I don't want your cash out. I don't want your vote. I don't want nothing from you. At best, I may ask you to subscribe to the podcast that don't cost you shit. I don't want nothing from you. You know why I do that? Because I don't want you ever thinking you can tell me what to do. Because you will never be able to tell me what to do. I'm Tesla Figaro. That's it. I approve my own damn message. And there's no conference call. And I get to pick and choose when I say something, when I don't say something. Because see, when y'all get titles, y'all also like to make up your own descriptions. Let me say it again. When y'all give people titles, y'all like to make up your own descriptions. As an activist, you should be doing this. Somebody else say, as an activist, I should be eating apples. Somebody else say, well, as an activist, you know you should be eating oranges. Well, as an activist, you should be eating pears. So people that try to conform to what y'all think they should be doing, they'll be all over the damn place eating apples, oranges, pears, whatever. I tell you, go to hell. You don't tell me what to do. I'm in charge. Tesla and Figaro. That's it. I pick and choose what I want to say and how I want to damn say it. You'll never run me. This is why I would never run for office. We need good people running for office, though. I'm good at being on this microphone, training people, giving people, you know, the tools that they need. I'm also very good at listening to both sides. I'm a Florida Supreme Court mediator on the civil circuit and appellate level. But when it comes to my politics, it ain't no both sides. It's one side. 
and I'm pushing the line for that one side because I got to make sure that that one side is heard. Just like every other side, make sure that side is heard. Somebody got to be pushing the line for this one side. That's how it go. So when that politician decides who they're going to listen to, they take a little bit of everybody and they should be making decisions based upon that. Unlike Joe Biden that told all of those black leaders that met with him in January to go to hell. And by the way, they've always done that, just so you know. For the grass tops, the NAACP, the Urban League, and all of them to be in on that meeting and they leaked the tape, that tells you that they've been doing that for them to get to that point where they leaked the tape. Usually when somebody do something like that, it's because somebody has done it multiple times. So if they got frustrated enough to do that, then that tells you it's been going on. It, it, it has. It always has. Y'all just start paying attention. When Trump got in office, you were able to see. Now you're able to see, oh, damn, Trump was pushing executive orders. Why Joe Biden can't do it? Trump was pushing a line, even though it was fascist and only for his group. Why Biden can't do it? You're seeing a direct contrast of what it what like how you push the line for your own right, wrong or indifferent. And that ain't me praising Trump and saying Trump is good. I don't like Trump either. He can go to hell. I done told y'all, stop talking to me about these politicians. I don't give a shit about none of them. But you see the direct contrast. So when Biden said, I can't, I can't do an executive order because Republicans are going to change it back. Well, guess what? If you do executive order and do what people ask you to do, you don't have to worry about Republicans changing it back because people are going to make sure the Democrats stay in power. That's simple. You mean tell me these people, the smartest people allegedly in the world, they haven't figured that out? Y'all really think y'all be coming up with like brand new solutions in the comments where they really need to do this and they really need to do that. Y'all think people ain't telling them that? I've been in those rooms. They've been told that y'all. They choosing not to do it flat out. You ain't giving them nothing bright or new. You think somebody going to come in the comments and say, oh, wow, John, really? He really got a good concept. Let me call John and bring him to the White House. How many times has somebody hit you up on your inbox and Instagram ever with anything that you've said and they've asked you to come to a meeting? It don't work like that. They've been told this shit repeatedly. They're choosing not to do it. So it's time for consequences and repercussions, which means don't chase them, replace them. That's what I push. You can say consequences and repercussions, not vote. Whatever your consequence is, that's your consequence. It's not mine. And I don't have to align with you. I know how to roll solo dolo. So I don't, I don't have to feel like I got a whole bunch of group of people. You with me, you with me, you not, you not. I'm, I'm still going to push. For those of you just now following me, I've been pushing the same shit for a decade plus. Wish one of y'all would challenge me. I got receipts that go back a decade plus on every single thing that I'm saying now, I said then. So it is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't. And we're going to keep on pushing. And when I say we, let me remind you again, I ain't talking about all of y'all. I am not talking about all of y'all. I don't want all of y'all. You, some of y'all in the way. I'm not Harriet Tubman. Stay at home. I'm not Trey on Boys in the Hood. I don't want, I'm not with Ice Cube on Boys in the Hood. I don't want Trey scary ass with me in the car. I know he ain't about that life. I don't know why you got in the car in the first place, Trey. We all know you ain't about that life. Your job, it was all, you are a Morehouse man. You should have been with the Morehouse. We wasting gas circling the block with you. You ain't going to put in no work. You ain't going to bust no trigger. So I'm not looking for no trays. I'm not looking for no trays. Oh, Tez and everybody. I know y'all progressives say everybody got something to contribute. Everybody be some. Yeah, they do. But everybody ain't on the same team. That's why you got different teams in the NBA. I'm, I'm like the Detroit Pistons. We, we pushing all the way aggressive as hell. We, we fouling people. We hitting people in the eye, in the chin. All of that. That's how we doing. We, we the Detroit Pistons over here. 
LeBron, that's great. He invited everybody. He want everybody to be a part of the process. He going to pass the ball. And we, we Allen Iverson. We greedy as hell with the ball. We ain't passing nothing. I'm passing to you for what I know you're going to miss. <laughs> so that's how we get him. Thank you so much uh, for listening. You can hear the replay on Straight Shot No Chaser podcast, wherever you get your podcast, uh, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, wherever. Use it, lose it, can't make it, choose it. I also uploaded this to my YouTube channel, the Straight Shot No Chaser YouTube channel. We're going to start doing that every week. I'm thinking it's going to be Sundays. Uh, we got a lot uh, of stuff coming out this year. And so we want to make sure that content is ready uh, for folks as they discover me uh, and learn about my voice for those who haven't followed me for the last 10 years. want to make sure that we have content ready because big, big, something very big in June is happening. A documentary on Netflix I'm a part of that I'm excited about. Um, and I want to make sure as people hear what I say there that we have uh, a place for them to learn more. Because as you know, two minutes on a documentary or TV or what is never the full context. And so we want to make sure that we have, you know, everything for those who are not anti-information, anti-paragraph, anti-research, so they can, you know, see uh, different positions that I've taken, uh, that I've taken. Follow me on Instagram right now. I am locked out of going live on Instagram, which is why I did this. I said, oh, it was a great time to build the page. Uh, somebody reported my page uh, because I hurt some feelings. And so it is what it is. We'll be back. They did put the post back up. So hopefully they'll let me, take me out of IG jail uh, soon in IG mass incarceration free test. So anyway, but it is what it is. Uh, thank you, Twitter Space. This is the first time I've got on Twitter Space. And so um, I see a few of you in here. So that's nice. So I'll, I'll start trying to do that more because I know everybody can't always watch on YouTube. And so we're going to get better. I have a team finally that can do stuff, um, help me stay a little bit more organized with a weekly uh, article, op-ed that's going to come out weekly. We always have a weekly podcast available, but we want to at least start getting two of those every week. We want to get the article. Big, big things coming, so stay connected. Like I always say, use it, lose it, can't make it, choose it. This is Tesla Figaro. Peace. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Tesla Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne and our executive producer, Charlemagne Nagat. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 